0: It's Friday, it's six o'clock. Spencer Devine just scared the shit out of me. Uh, We're listening to an old Cure album in the Philz today because, I don't know, it just reminds me of high school for whatever reason. Um, You know, that's what I love about comedy. I keep getting older and they keep staying the same age. Uh, We're gonna do jokes and stuff. There's not a lot of people on the list tonight. It's like really short, so uh, cool. And we'll all get out of here early and maybe go to go to the other one at Slate or something. Um, but let's all clap it up for me and do like a couple of jumps up front. Woo, clap for me. Yay. Yay. All right. Really excited to watch World Cup soccer. Been waking up super early. Saw a 2 o'clock game, 2 a.m., the Swiss team. Everyone's like, why do you follow the Swiss? Jan Summer. <laughs> You're not familiar. He's the hottest man in the whole universe. I don't give a fuck about soccer. I watch it because I get to watch hot 26-year-old men actually make goals. <laughs> or or in this case, stop the goals of others. Oh, my God, he's the best keeper in the world. He pays for the Bundesliga, and now he's on the Swiss team, and oh, my God, I love him. Jan. <gasps> yeah. On a dating app? Nope, me either. I've never done that. That's crazy, right? Dating app, did you meet your person on a dating app? No, you met in real life? This is a room full of unicorns, my God. People with personalities, how does it happen? I also have never been on a dating website and I'm 48 years old and that's crazy to people. So I was thinking, well, what if I do it? What do you do? So I asked some ladies, they said, what do you do? And they said, well, what you do is you raise the bar really high and then I asked some dudes, I'm like, well, what do you do? And they said, you lower that bar right down. Why can't we just meet at the bar? Isn't that what we used to do? Uh, we just go to the bar and have a drink. We get to talk to each other in person. Woo! No, I need to fill out a comprehensive survey before I decide to engage in conversation with you. So I'm single. Uh, so I was at, I was outside a bar smoking trying to meet guys, whatever, standing on the street. And uh, this fire truck came by, woo, 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 and out of it poured teens of hot men, like whoa, just each one in uniform and uh, And I love firemen because I feel like firemen and EMTs are all hot, because when you're dying, you have to have something to live for. So you look up at them and you're like, yes! (laughs) Mouth to mouth, please! So they, ran up this building to go save someone. One of them had an ax on his shoulder, that was so hot. I was like, ow, ax bodies, me, woo, but he had an ax. He went running up the stairs to like, I don't know, save someone from an opiate overdose or something. And then they, it's San Francisco. And they came back down and they're all filing back into their lovely little truck. And I look at one and I give him a little shoulder and he's like, oh, and we like look at each other, gave each other eyes, we're like smiling and I waved and he waved back and I was like, ah, we were vibing. Right, and then they drove off, woo, woo, woo. And I'm so stupid. I didn't get the number of the truck, so how am I going to find this fireman again? So the next week at the same time, I went to the same bar and I paid a questionably housed man twenty bucks to start a garbage can fire. <laughs> it's my version of Tinder. Okay, see, I tried to extend it out, and it's still—it's two minutes. It's a two-minute joke. Okay, that's the one I wanted to see how long it was. I'm going to listen to it later and then see what happened. Oh, what was the other thing he wanted me to try? I just don't think it has, I don't think it's funny enough. You guys tell me after. I am the dumbest person alive. That's, a, I have, no, I have proof. I have two accidental gang tattoos. Ha <laughs> How, how, do I you have two accidental gang tattoos? One of my first tattoos when I was 19, I have on the back of my neck here. And it's because I was a theater major and it's the ancient symbol, of comedy and tragedy. And then I started teaching high school and one of the kids walked up to me and he's like, oh, Benjamin, it's my i later essay. If anyone ever keys your car, we got your back. And I was like, excuse me? It's like, smile and I'll cry later. You've got the Norteno gang tattoo. And I have it on my neck. A traditional place for gang tattoos. Accidental. My second accidental gang tattoo, I used to write fiction. I used to write a lot of novels and stuff. And all of my work is just pregnant with semicolons. So I was like, ooh, I'm gonna get a literary tattoo and it's gonna be my favorite punctuation. And it's a semicolon. And then after the tattoo, I found out that it is the symbol for suicide awareness. And I got it tattooed on my wrist. I'm the dumbest person alive. I have two. Excellent, okay, so which do you like better? Do you like the fire, do you like the Tinder joke or do you like the I'm the stupid? You like the I'm the stupid and I've got the accidental gang tattoos? Yeah, like, I like the first one. Oh, wow well, that's, fa- thank you. But it's like, well, if I only get to tell one two minute joke, it's like, I think that the Tinder one is more because everyone has a Tinder joke, except mine is totally, totally unusual. Like no one's Tinder joke is like my Tinder joke because it's like an anti Tinder joke. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, workshop it. Um, Oh, right. That's my version of Tinder. Because, well, no, that's because the Tinder is the mechanism is how you get them. And so I'm employing the homeless guy to start a garbage can fire to make so that I can meet him. Oh, you just got the pun just now with it being Tinder. Yeah, because Tinder is what you use to start a fire. Yeah. Right, yeah, well, yeah, that's my version. So I met the fireman came back. So you think I should add another line in there about the fireman came back and we went out. And the fireman came back and then we went out. You see, that's my version of Tinder. So just a little bit extra tease it out that we actually, oh, great, cool, I can do an extra little bit in there. You didn't get the Tinder thing? That's the whole time, this whole time I've been doing this joke and I'm like, isn't it not I've been waiting for people, I've been doing it. When I do it in front of like real audiences, they all laugh and get it and I, maybe that's it. Comedians just don't know that No, none of you were Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts and you don't know that Tinder is what you use to start a fire. That's just so funny to me that they built an app off a name that you don't even know what it means. The only other funny thing like that is when I do my, there is only one God, Andy is a sun God, Ra, 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 and people don't know who Ra is. And I'm like, ah, ha, ha, ha. you're so stupid. Sorry, do you know who Ra is? <laughs> you got everyone in the room knows who Ra is? Sometimes people don't know. And I'm just like, I feel like that's such an obvious one. You didn't know that Ra is the Egyptian sun God? Ra, the, the, the Egyptian sun God, Ra. But, uh, okay, oh wow, I, I'm gonna start, I, 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 maybe I should open with that one, I think. Okay, I've done, enough about me, it's about you guys. I don't know what the order is, I have no idea what's happening, because this is all weird, so, I don't remember who was first on the list, or what's happening, you wanna pull it out, or you guys can, everyone here can like, oh, all right, here we go. Let's, and we can, we can fuck around with time, we, we have time, so at least five minutes. I won't. L- I won't light you till four, and if you want to do more, it doesn't matter. And here we go. Your first comedian. Everybody clap your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yay!
1: Woo! Ra, ra, ra. See, it's the sun god. And all right. Uh, I'm going to bring up an old joke and see how it works because I haven't. I haven't done it in a while. But I'll, let's see if I can um, do it. It's uh one of the things I enjoy about Facebook is the validation that it brings to your miserable life. You you can post a quote from your all time favorite film, and even if it's not the most celebrated line from the movie, eighty seven people will like it. Oh, all right, six people will like it, but <laughs> you don't, hello, come on in. Hello, come on in. Have a seat. There's chairs up front. Hey Kevin um, you don't know why they liked it. You assume that they they liked, that they saw the movie. But it could be that some of them just tho- heard, thought it rolled trippingly on the tongue. And that's your Shakespearean reference for the day. I suppose, statistically speaking, two of those Facebook junkies liked it by accident. They might have been trying to like, I don't know, Squid Games or House of Cards. You don't know. It could be that one of them thought, gee, here's an obscure quote. I'm going to like it and fi- fuck with her head. She doesn't know what movie, which scene, she'll think I I know which movie, which scene, which character, and who he said it to, and be all impressed and shit. She'll think we bonded. When in reality, I don't know who the hell Mr. Finch is or why the sheriff of Macomb County, exp- um, oh shit, why the sheriff of Macon County insisted that Bob Ewell fell on his knife. Let's just fuck with the Little Miss movie quote. Well, that was one of the things I used to enjoy. All right, that joke is never nowhere, nowhere. I'll work on it and get back to you. Can we please stop shooting people? Yeah, stop shooting and killing. Stop hating. Can we go and just take a moment to realize that it doesn't hurt me if my neighbor is black and I'm white? If he's Muslim and I'm Jewish? If he's Republican and I'm not an idiot? in fact it's an advantage because we each get to learn about someone who's different from us you teach me about fly fishing or some other dumb shit and i'll show you how to put ocd to proper use in your life (laughs) Do you all get what i'm saying just say it with me it does not matter if my neighbor is different we learn and grow from different and so do you and you and every one of you fuckers so shut up, sit down, and stop hating. You're making the rest of us look bad. Can you imagine if aliens came down and they saw us shooting each other up? What would they think? Well, yeah, that's it's a bad look. Thank you. I just found the end of the proper end for the joke. <laughs> we don't want aliens. What if Jesus came back? And I don't even believe in Jesus. Well, what if he came back? That would be a bad look too, right? All right. Um, do you think cavemen needed eight hours of sleep? And if they did, how did they figure out they were getting it? <laughs> did the word come on down high from the cavemen medical association and said eight hours of sleep is optimal. Everyone should get eight hours. And the people want to comply. They look at them each other and they say, "What is an hour? And where do I get eight of them?" They the around going. Bam bam, time for bed. All right. We, you get it you should get it 8 hours. I what's an hour? I used to I I'm is? I forget. Well, just sleep until the cock froze, and then we'll wake you up. And when your father comes home from hunting. All right. Isn't isn't it a shame that gonna has become part of our vernacular gonna instead of going to wanna wanna have to, shoulda, coulda, woulda. We're all just a nation of, or becoming a nation of lazy fucks. We should be appalled. You should be appalled. I'm appalled. All right, that's not going anywhere either. I'll leave. I don't. Did I get the light? I didn't. Oh, there we go. I'll leave. <laughs> I uh, I'll leave you with a tried and true. Um, let's pause for a brief second. Okay, that's enough. And reflect on the concept of time. Everyone knows about it. We use it all the follow it or not. You're late. I lost track of time. You work for it, part time, full time, overtime, all the fucking time. You get it done in next to no time, or at your earliest convenience, Fuck you, I'm busy. You took your sweet time. Come on, man. I don't have all the time in the world. First time, next time, just the last time. You're wasting time. Eh, I got time to kill. What the hell time is it? Time's up, Miss Kraut. At any point in time. But you can't touch it, can you? And we have happy hour, children's hour, darkest hour, hourglass. Minute waltz, minute steak, New York minute, in a minute, just a minute, just a second, split second, hold on a second, who's the second, what's the first? I don't know. Third base. That's my time. Star, Yay! Star. Star. Glory crowd,
0: everyone! Reza! Uh, that's her time. I'm so excited that you're um here today uh, with this special Turkey Day weekend, and it's a small but mighty group here at Mutiny Radio. I'm really happy to see your next comedian here. Um, he disappeared for a couple weeks because I guess he has a life or something, or, you know, whatever. Um, but put your hands together, everybody, for Sam West.
2: Yay! Boys, All right, thanks, everybody. Oh, much better, much better. Cool, I'm going to try to get the rust off a few older things and squeeze a few newer things in there. I know I smoke too much pot because I can't do basic household chores without messing them up. Like today, I fucked up vacuum cleaning. Here's what happened. I was doing my thing, had my headphones on, but they were so loud I didn't realize The vacuum was off the entire time. It's like, fuck, man, I just gave my house a 47-minute belly rub. (laughs) Then I did the math and realized, oh, no, that means I only have 13 minutes left to brush its teeth with the mop. My father was a single father. He did what he could, but it was hard. You know, he had to learn a lot the hard way. Like, growing up, when it was bedtime, he'd take me into the laundry room and stuff me in the dryer. And I would toss and turn all night in my sleep. I give him credit though, you know, he was always there for me. Like, I remember one night I caught the monster under my bed masturbating. And I did what any terrified child would do, I called out for my dad. Daddy, daddy. And he came so fast. (laughs) Like I said, he had to learn a lot the hard way. (laughs) And I was getting too dark, let's be silly. Do y'all wonder if carrots and pumpkins ever get jealous that oranges won the color? I have a horrible compulsion to sort and organize everything I see. My girlfriend keeps saying, you should go to the doctor, I think it's OCD. That drives me fucking crazy, because that's not an alphabetical order. (laughs) I'm not into promiscuous hookups, you know, things without strings attached. Like I like the strings, give me the strings. That's why I only fuck puppets now. I had to break it off with Pinocchio last week, broke my heart because I really liked him, but. He kept saying excessively kinky shit during sex, like, I'm a real boy. (laughs) I recently lost my job, spent an entire week looking everywhere, retracing my steps until I finally found it. When I went back, they were so gone I had been missing. They fired me. (laughs) I have a customer support animal. It's a lot like an emotional support animal but instead of licking its own ass, it puts you on hold for an hour and then fucks yours. On the way here, I drank a lot of water and I had to piss so bad, so I ran into a Safeway. Yeah, shout out water, ran into a Safeway. I was like, hey man, can I borrow the bathroom? He's like, nah, employees only, sorry dude. So I went down the next aisle, I said, hey man, can I have a job application? All right, I'm gonna try crowd work. Not too good at crowd work, if you can tell. Uh, any of you have cool nicknames? What's what's your nickname? The boat? the boat. What the what is the backstory behind the boat? The boat. Can we get a little backstory real quick? In five or less seconds. Wow. Three, two, one. It's the boat, everyone. The boat. Give it up for the boat. the boat. Oh yeah, all right. I don't think. I don't think we want to know that backstory. My my nickname in high school <laughs> My name, my nickname in high school was Piglet. All right? Piglet. You think it's cute or whatever, but both of my parents were police officers. <laughs> the worst fucking nickname you could ever ask for. You know how hard it is to get a girl to go to prom with you when she thinks you're a Winnie the Pooh character? Spent every night praying to Christopher Robin to make it stop. Doctors keep giving prescription drugs. Let's get right back into it. Doctors keep giving pres- prescription drugs, like serious pills, way too easily. You know, we need some guidelines. Like my mattress got <laughs> my mattress got sick last week. I took it. God, my mattress got sick last week. I took it down to the doctor, the sleep doctor. Alright, this is a new job working. Next thing I know, that Tempur-Pedic was hooked on pillows. Um, I think I'll end it there. That was fun. Thanks, all. It's nice to see you again.
3: Hooray
0: for Sam Wells. his silly puns. What a silly billy. I love that. I love silly puns and funny things like that. Uh, Hey, just to remind everybody, every Saturday at 2 o'clock, there's a show at Atlas Cafe that you're all welcome to join us at your next comedian. So funny, so wonderful, on Hates Debates every week, a killer, a slayer, lion tamer. Put your hands together, everyone, for Spencer Devine!
4: I like to wake up, and then y- you guys will wake up. Ah, ah, oh my God! Ah, this is crazy! Ah, I just came to open mic. How much were the tickets to this? One billion dollars. Calm down, okay? We only have so much time. Uh, I'm agnostic. As the cos- the cosmic equivalent of acknowledging how dumb I am, uh, why would I? What the why? Why would I fucking? Is there a guy? Why would I fucking know? I, you know, I never went to church. They're like, oh, Spencer, don't you want to be good with the man upstairs? Uh, no, I have fucking five roommates already. Uh, no one, no one else got permission to fucking move in. Uh, it, it's like uh uh, do drugs, man. Do do this ayahuasca. You'll be able to see God. Ooh. Well, what's he doing right now? I don't want to fucking just pop in when God's jacking it or something. Like, what's his schedule? If I even if, I, if I'm watching, even God sleeping, it's a little bit creepy. Uh, I saw a quote online there was an argument between two people and one of them said an atheist can't find god like a robber can't find the police period just such a solid opinion they were so sure what does that mean i assume what they meant is that you don't find god god finds you and that's terrifying why is god looking for me uh i ain't got no business with god the uh, how i prefer to think of it is like like if you don't acknowledge the police they can't touch you okay just live in your own world Hey, freeze! La, 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 la. Drop that tea. La, 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 la. And then you just get away. It's like the secret of crime. You guys remember when Oprah made us all believe that wanting things was new? She's like, all you gotta do, the secret is want what you want. And then it'll come to you. (laughs) Wait a minute, I've been doing that for a long time and I don't have shit. Which makes me think that somewhere on a deeper level, I want this for myself. And that's an even more depressing thought. Well, like it's like the drunk me not setting my alarm for sober me. It's just another asshole version of me fucking drunk me is a dick i tr- i i thought my tolerance was gone because of the pandemic i stopped drinking because i'm poor uh, and, uh, and ironically what i can't afford uh thank you um and i went to a party and i was like i'm just gonna drink as many beers as i can and i'm gonna get so shit-faced And then apparently my body remembered that it's 230 pounds and Irish and fucking nothing happened. With free beer, though, there's a lot more room for experimentation. Uh, I went to a rich person Thanksgiving. Uh, Just by accident, my friend's like, hey, do you want to come to a friend's giving? And then I walked up the steepest hill I've ever gotten to. And it was a home owned by a guy who owns a brewery and apparently the 10th employee of Google ever. Uh, so th- th- they had, it was uh, so nice. Their drawers were labeled. Their fridge had food in it that wasn't bad. None of it was leftovers. None of it. <laughs> Fucking now it is because Thanksgiving and that just sets yourself up for failure. But they had rich people. They they had root beer with a pull-off tab. It was like a lid and you pulled it off like a... That's crazy. Sometimes I'm so poor that someone's like, Spencer, do you want to come out and do fill-in-the-blank? And I equate that to how much money that would cost me in
5: sandwiches.
4: (laughs) Like, Spencer, do you want to go to the movie? Oh, no, man, that's like one and a half sandwiches. Or like one really nice sandwich. And I'm trying to set myself up for success here uh if you want to make people uh feel like you got a lot going on just say more sandwiches but in your head imagine that they're really small sandwiches so they're like spencer do you want to come and see the red hot chili peppers play at the film and you'd be like no that's like three sandwiches let's fuck the red hot chili peppers that's my last message have a good night
0: Spencer Divine, everyone is a genius. He's a genius and so funny, and I love him. And you're so weird, 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 weird. Uh, all right, your next comedian. I tried to poison her the other day on accident. Put your hands together for confidence. To sing, yay! <laughs>
6: context, Pam was like, uh, she just, she offered me cookies and I was like, yay, cookies. And then they had nuts in them. So my throat like only slightly closed up. It was all good. It was very, I had a Benadryl later. (laughs) Um, okay. So I, uh, I didn't go home this, uh, this weekend to my family on the East coast, but, um, you know, I will, I will next, next month. And I'm kind of like, Not eager for it because my mom. I feel like my mom isn't even my mom anymore. So like she's more like my niece's mom. I don't know, like because she she's she's a grandma now, and she doesn't like do things for me anymore. She doesn't like cut me apple slices. She doesn't like, you know, take care of me. She's always like taking care of my stupid niece. And then I don't know. I just feel like my mom has this insane like attachment towards my niece, like. Anytime my niece is like crying or having a fit, she's like, oh, let me give her like this pacifier or like, oh, let me give her a bottle. Like, oh, let me give her a cocoa melon. But like, you know, one time my niece was crying and I was just like, I'm just going to let you cry. I'm just going to let you cry. And my mom was like, why? Like, why are you doing this? Why? Why? Why don't you take care of her? And I was like, mom, because sometimes she needs to know that life is hard and There are obstacles that are going to be in her life that are going to completely ruin everything. You know, like, like she's going to lose her cousin's turtle and he's going to steal her iPod and it's going to drive a wedge in the family. But she's not going to know that it's because actually because of the iPod and her cousins are going to be douches. And she's going to have great friends who then abandon her because they feel like she's violating their personal boundaries. And then I shoved her, because it's my mom. She's my mom. Ma- I have Krishna, and she has Roshni. Okay. Sorry. Um, I think women. Uh, I feel like there are all these movies about like women superheroes, and I just feel like it's so excessive. Cause like the women superheroes are always like now they have to be like super strong, right? And like they're just like killing these men and I'm like that's I just feel like it's not realistic like why can't we just celebrate women as superheroes for doing things that they're like kind of good at like like for example uh like I don't know like I feel like (laughs) like women we like gather berries like our ancestors were like gathering berries and we were stealing shit and like you know this because if you ever see a woman in her primal state it's like at a frat party drunk as fuck and she's just like stealing like a bunch of like what is it? What is it called? Shot glass. She's, she always has like 20 shot glasses in her hand and like a flag that says beer with a California bear on it. And she's like, this is mine. This is, this is mine. It's mine now. Like, I just think that that's how we're really like, and I think a really great woman superhero would be like, you know, a woman who uses the, pro- the, the hope of a relationship to get a guy to move various household items up her stairs while she's moving, like a sectional and a dresser and a wardrobe, um, all while just eating a slice of pizza. Okay, that was really bad. <laughs> okay, um, all right. This is like the last thing I'll say: is I I don't do I don't do, uh, do one night stands. Okay, I've uh, I've done one one night stand, uh, and I've always been worried, like, what if the guy murders me? Um, but I was at a bar, and this guy approached me, and he was hot. So I was like, it, well, it's worth the risk. And we go home, we're like, things are getting sexy, he can't get it up, and he says it's because, his he's stressed because his brother has cancer. Like, you should have murdered me, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't, I was a one-night stand, okay? His contact information wasn't even my phone. Like, it would have been, bar, hot guy, but now it's bar, brother, cancer. You know, and he could have said anything else. He could have just been like, it's the whiskey, or my dick is racist, uh, you know. But he chose to be completely honest, um, which is kind of disappointing. And I, you know, I, I did want to be supportive. So I was like, so your, your brother, you know, does his dick work? Um, <laughs> but no, I, I obviously didn't say that. But, you know, you might feel bad for him, but I feel like I was hoodwinked because I was 22 when he was 34. Like, he, he knew, like, he saw me and he was like, she's young, I can waste her time, you know? And that's what he did because having sex with him was like making a sandcastle because his dick kept slipping through my fingers. Okay, thanks, guys.
3: Cover yay!
0: I always like to call that um, a bubblegum garbage party when you're trying to suck their dick and nothing's happening and it's just like, what's happening here? It's a bubblegum garbage party. What is that too, is that too much? <laughs> <Is> I, <clears throat> I, no, that's, there used to be a show here um, called Bubblegum Garbage Party. And I don't know if that was the derivation of the meaning, but that's what I attribute it to. So it's not just a bunch of words shoved together, everybody. Jumble them around in your mouth. Your next comedian. What a funny young man. And it's so lovely to see him here. Clap your hands together. For Ian
3: Langland. I try to laugh about in my eyes. boys.
7: Hello, everybody. How are we doing? What's up, everybody? Uh, it's good to be here. I've noticed um, I'm Gen Z. Is anybody else gen Gen Z? Yeah, Gen Z. I uh Anytime I run into anybody uh, in my parents' generation in their 60s and 70s, they always treat me like I'm the ambassador of my entire generation. They ask me very specific questions. They're, they'll come up to you. They'll be like, Ian, why is everyone non-binary? And I'm like, I don't know, Grandma. Can you just make the turkey? Let's get to business. <laughs> they think I have all the answers. It's not, that's not how these things work, you know? It's just, like, I don't have the answers to everything, but then if I don't understand something from their time, they get very mad at me, you know? Like, what time I got called mentally disabled for not knowing the lead actor of Gilligan's Island? That felt very excessive. I'm not caught up on 1960s pop culture, okay? I'm not going to get that shit. And then I And then the flip is, like, I'll explain them technology, and it, like, blows their mind. Like, it just is insane to them. It's like, why do I have to know your time, but you don't have to understand my time? I don't get that. My dad was like, Ian, if I send you a hashtag, can the world see it? No. Why are you sending hashtags in the first place through text? Is there's, it's a very confusing thing that you're doing. I think that that's stupid. And then you'll call them out, and they get very defensive. They get very macho. They'll be like, oh, sorry, I come from a time where we worked hard, Okay. Where we did not have seatbelts and our fathers abused us and we lived under constant threat of a nuclear holocaust as serial killers were in the street. I'm like, that sounds fucking awful. What are you even talking about? Um <laughs> it, it's always funny is it, I mean, it was such a long time ago. The way people talk about like old Hollywood, like nineteen fifties Hollywood, is so funny to me. Cause it's like they'll just like, re- like, like, they'll talk about like the most heinous crime ever, and they'll be like, "That was Hollywood," you know? They'll be like, "Yeah, you know, uh, Cary Grant used to down a bottle of vodka and puke it back out onto Kim Novak, but that was Hollywood, baby." I don't know what I'm gonna do with that joke. It's so fucking stupid. Uh, anyway, let's get to it. I, uh, I, I don't like whenever anything, whenever something bad happens. To you or like a family member and people reach out they always go if there's ever anything you need don't hesitate to reach out you guys know about that it's just bullshit because they they don't mean it they don't mean that statement but they just say it to make themselves feel better you know like my grandma passed away and nobody brought me the eight ball of cocaine I was asking for I was like "Mima would have wanted this come on guys be fucking cool dude what they do, what they do, like, if you don't really give them an answer, they bring food. You know you know about that? They just bring you food, so it's like you don't have to cook, I guess. But it's like, that's not really going to help sometimes, you know? Like, I don't think anyone's ever been eating an oatmeal raisin cookie and thought, wow, this is so great. I almost forgot that I have lupus. This is just delicious. I need a better, di- I need, I need a better, I need a better disease. Yeah, everybody just c- come on, keep talking. I wasn't in the middle of a joke. I don't, I don't even want to continue anymore. That was it. I there was a the whole rhythm. It's done now. I I'm done. Bye. I I, I it was I was in the rhythm. It's gone. Sorry, oh, no, I feel really bad. I to go to bed.
0: Oh no! I'm sorry, Ian. know. Oh. Oh. I I feel so sad now. I ruined this joke night. I'm such a jerk. I'm really sorry, Ian. I feel terrible. I we are you know. Your mustache. I've had to. I had to say something at some point. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. You know I love you. Though no, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm jealous I just I wish I could grow one of such uh, girth um, <laughs> Your next comedian Your next I'm sorry I, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mind you guys know that right it's okay your, um, your next comedian is new to the room And I'll see if I get their name correct Put your hands together everybody for Spencer I know <laughs> there's
3: another one
8: I'm Gen Z, so I'm trans. Get with it. I'm non-binary, and I don't know, you must not be in the group text. (laughs) We all are. Um, I use he and they pronouns, I go by Spencer. I actually used to come to this room a lot in high school when the stage was over there. And that's before I transed, so it's different now. I go by Spencer, I was at a different open mic, and a woman came up, and she was like, is that your real name? Which, obviously, she's asking if it's my legal name. And I don't want to admit, no, it's not. So I said, it's real to me. <laughs> Which is just kind of how names work. I <laughs> was hoping for the best. You might be able to hear it in my voice. I've been on testosterone for almost four months. It's really exciting. It's also a controlled substance and a steroid, so I have to like show my ID every time I get it. And I've been going to the gym a lot. If I'm on a steroid, I can't waste that. i got to use that while I can. It's mostly been the same for my muscles, but there's one thing that's a little bit different. Like, I can't quite, I mean, I'm doing it fine now, but it's like, I just can't put the toilet seat down anymore. Men told me life in society would be so much harder, but I guess I never listened. Oh. I, um, I came out in college, after I came to mutiny in high school, and um, I was a physics major at the time. I had a professor told, tell me that he was sad he lost a woman in STEM. Uh, I hope they find her in there. That sounds terrifying. That really does. I had one thing I was gonna say. I'm gonna check my notebook. Now that I feel more masculine, I'm more comfortable enjoying feminine things, like true crime. I thought for a while. I really did think I was a woman growing up because I thought womanhood was like being harassed and being catcalled and putting too many exclamation points in emails. And I can still do that. And you know, I am still when I'm outside nervous about being harassed and catcalled. And also, I'm nervous that I won't be harassed or catcalled because that means that I'm ugly. So I strike the middle ground where I'm just nervous. I was on the way here. I don't even believe. It. I was driving. I was on the way here. And a guy saw me from his car. He yells, hey. He yells, hey, you need to stop at the red light. You almost hit a biker. Does that ever work for him? Does he ever get women that way? Men just don't know how to talk to people they see as women. It's, it's really ridiculous. It's a tragedy. Um, thank you for being patient. My parents also talk a lot about like the nuclear war. It's definitely a generational thing. There's also Thanksgiving. I saw a lot of like nasty political stuff. It seems like people hate trans people more than they used to. Maybe I'm just more aware of it. But I, you know, for my self-care, I don't look at the news during the day at all. It's about mental health. I do it at night when I'm tired. Maximum damage to my psyche. It's all about efficiency. I, you know, I've... There's this idea that I think a lot of older women have that, like, people are transing out of womanhood because of misogyny. Which doesn't quite make sense to me because the people who hate women are gonna also have a problem with non binary people. You don't get out of it that way. Like, they're not gonna see a they, he next to my name and be like, oh, so you can drive. Uh, Nobody has that reaction. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. I, um,. The real reason I'm trans is just to stop women from passing the Bechdel test. All my friends I've had since elementary school doesn't count. Um, I've been in a relationship for a little over four years, not a dating app, just met him in college. And there's a special term for when you start dating someone before you transition. It's very online. I don't know if you're on that part of the internet. And so I would say I'm with my boyfriend for now. And uh, we'll see what happens. After top surgery and all that, I did grow up here, and now I live in LA, and I'm still on my dad's health insurance, and yeah, no, it's a relief, it's a big one, and I'm worried that he is going to see the surgery on the insurance bill, which means I'm going to have been in LA for just a few months and already getting plastic surgery. Oh, that's embarrassing. Okay, I'll end it quick. Um, My brother is a -a Make-A-Wish kid. My brother actually has cancer, like for real. And also for the joke, I asked his permission before I tell it. He made a full recovery. Yes, except he is conservative. They they say the red wave is dying out, but I can tell you it's just in remission. And (laughs) he asked Make-A-Wish for a car. They said no because a car is unsafe. Apparently they have the Make-A-Wish Foundation has rules about what gifts you can get for safety. (laughs) He originally asked for a trip, but they weren't doing like plane trips abroad. What did Make-A-Wish do? Did they send a kid on that one flight to Malaysia? Like, what has happened to the Make-A-Wish kids that they have had to make rules about where the money goes? Like, ah, someone went to the zoo. Well, at least he got to feed the alligators, you know? Like, that, I worry about it. That has been The Light. Thank you so much. It's so fun to be back.
0: Keep your hands clapping together for Spencer! Yay! That was very funny. Uh, hey, we've got another comedian who's new to the room, so clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion, everybody, for Ross!
3: Yay! I'll
9: be selling merch after the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what really fucking sucks? His real nickname is the Banana, and he threw me under the bus for that bit. How weird that there's like this love connection. Like your brother had cancer—that's her type. Um, <laughs> uh, what's up, guys? I, I I I live in LA, but I'm I'm back home for the Thanksgiving holiday. Grew up in Marin County, and apparently couldn't find a mic that's closer than the Mission District, so i'm here <laughs> thanks for having me um thanks for the welcome back um interesting that we have to like grow up to find out how fucked up our friends parents were as kids like uh you know you grow up and like your kids are your friends are like weird or whatever like you go over to someone's house you're like this house smells funny and you go back you're like know, they were cooking meth like that's what meth cooking smells like so I grew up, you know, and then went off to become, you know, a fairly normal aspiring comedian at the age of 34 um, in Los Angeles. You know, the healthy way to grow up. Um, and then, like, you know, some kids that I went to high school with are now, uh, like, like on masculine. And, and uh, so they're doing better than me. And I just don't – I can't figure out um, – What a time to hit a fucking pipe in the back there. Let's hope it's weed. It might be PCP. All right, yeah. (laughs) You guys, I parked my car, and all I've heard lately is about how dangerous San Francisco is. So we'll see if I might need a ride home afterwards. Um, We'll figure all that out. Um, Oh, boy, this is going to be a weird fucking transition, but we're going into it. Uh, Hitler was kind of a disappointment, huh? Like, just... That, uh, like, come on, like that guy had so much potential and then went off to go off the rails and kill a bunch of people. And, and if you've seen his art, you know what I'm talking about. And I just think it's so important, you guys, to, to learn from that and support your artist friends because if if you don't go to their comedy shows, they could genocide. And I just feel like it's worth, like, buy the painting. Just buy the fucking painting. All right, there's something there. Um, my sister just had a baby. Don't I'm, I'm I'll tell her you said so. Um, my, my sister, yeah, my sister just had a baby, and um, they didn't do a gender reveal, which was uh, good, but also disappointing because I really wanted to. It, it, it's a you know it's a boy for now. Um, but I got you. Um, uh, like that was you know I really wanted to bust her chops about that because I'm a very progressive guy. By moderate standards and I you know a lot of people like when they when they have a child they'll start an Instagram account for their child and I'm just like that's okay that's fine but I'm starting an OnlyFans for mine you know uh, just really cash in on those feet pics while they're good Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um I hate that I have to keep opening my phone. OK. Um, OK. So I, but I around I won up my sister Be. she's like, we're having again. I'm like, I'm getting a dog and I'll get mine first. You have to wait nine months. Uh, so I got a dog and he's great. And I've been training him and my parents are like comparing my 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 sister's son and my dog, which is great because Walter's winning. Oh, yeah. Walter's the dog. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> his Walter can roll over now. And I taught him to jump over things and my, my nephew still can't. You know, I have him on the leash and I'm dragging him and he just keeps banging into stuff. <laughs> Um, um, that's uh, uh, you know, there's so many different types of sexualities, hard pivot. There's so many different types of sexualities today. And uh, anyone here know what sapiosexual is? Yeah, say, you know, what is it? Almost. (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah, so, but sapiosexual is when you're like attracted to intelligence. Um, and I consider myself bisapiosexual because I'm attracted to both really smart and really dumb people. Um, (laughs) um, I'm going to, I'm going to do this one and then I'll probably end on something strong, but, uh, I was, (laughs) (laughs) you know, just like sets of expectations in the room. Like you guys could all, if you wanted to check a message on your phone, now's the time to do it. Um, so uh, I was walking by the beach one day and I was, you know, kind of going over my head about my career and, you know, like this whole aspiration for fame that maybe only one of you has because only one of you moved to Los Angeles. Um, but uh, like this aspiration for fame and I was walking by and I was like, the waves don't care. Like the, the waves on the beach do not care. Like nature doesn't understand fame. It's a very human concept. Like if I was walking down the beach and John Lennon was walking down the beach and a riptide came and was going to take one of us, it wouldn't be like, oh, oh I can't. It's John. He wrote I'm the walrus. <laughs> and then the tidal wave's like, he married Yoko. and takes him out to sea. Um, yeah, all right. There is something there. All right. Um, dating apps, right? Are we on dating apps? Which one are you on? No, that, that one night stand really turned you off from all of that stuff, huh? Oh, congratulations. Taken right now is, I think, a Liam Neeson movie as well. Um, (laughs) I have a very particular set of skills to lock you down into monogamy. Okay. um, Anyway, dating apps are... are, uh, I'm back on them for the first time in in two years, and it is equally as infuriating as I I remember. Um, And it's just... Everyone seems to have the same six poses. Like All of these girls are you know, just like hand on their hip or like doing like a duck face or, or my favorite is the owl. I don't know if you guys are, are familiar with the owl but the owl, it's like they were, they were out somewhere and she was facing the other direction and they were like, hey Lydia, we're going to take a photo and she's like, who <laughs> uh, So that's not my time, but that's my set. So you guys have a great night. Thank you so much for being so warm. Bye.
3: Yay, Ross,
0: yay. Ross, that was lovely. Come back anytime. Um, I have two jokes I wanna run through and we're hoping that Boris Shakurko gets here in time. So clap for me, yay, clap for me, yay. I'm in a... I'm in a roast battle at Cobbs coming up and I'm just gonna run through my four jokes for y'all. Because there's no way she listens to Mutiny Radio anyway, so it's fine. So I get to roast a person named Kat Pignotti. You don't know her. The rest of us do. She runs an open mic. I know. Her name's Kat Pignotti. Please, for the love of God. like. Uh, but she runs an open mic on Mondays, and it's a great open mic at the Blarney Stone. Everybody go. It's like a 9 o'clock show, and there's always a bunch of drunk regulars, and it's great. Anyway, she always wears these donut pants, and they are spandex. And she is... Of a size that I wouldn't personally have the confidence to wear spandex. But I support her confidence, and I love that she does that. She wears donut pants, and that's, we're friends. I'm going to get that out of the way first. All right. So I'm going to get up on stage. Yes, yes, it's Kat. Cat uh, and, and I are friends. Uh, we, we know each other. Uh, she's, she's a 10. She's definitely a 10, but that's how many drinks she has a day. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Kat drinks so much that when she flosses, she bleeds Jameson. <laughs> it's yeah, it's you can it's good to be friends with her. You get free booze. Uh, okay, so that one that's one little section, is that. And then the next section is she has an amazing fiancé, Larry. Everybody clap it up for Larry. Oh my God, Larry's amazing. And I hope that they never have kids because the only sage motherly advice Kat can give to her child is going to be, if you are doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. (laughs) Good job, Kat, mother of the year. Get it, girl. Okay, so there's that one. And then there's, okay, Kat smokes a lot of cigarettes, you guys. Uh, The only reason she would be called a smoke show is if she was kidnapped by the circus to be a freak and they were like, do, 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 do step right up, everybody, and check out the smoke show. She can smoke one pack of cigarettes in twenty minutes. Ah, do, 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 do. That's probably the weakest one. Yeah. I'm kind of banking on the act out. Okay, the last one is a lot of y'all don't know that Kat is an incredible. Karaoke singer. If only karaoke was a job that she could do because she's really, really great at singing karaoke. All right, everybody, this debate, or this debate, this roast is over. It's time for the cat lady to sing. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) She's a little rotund. So I'm not fat shaming. I'm being oblique about it though, right? Right, clever, eh? So you're you guys are saying basically that third joke I got to work on. The smoke show joke not that funny. Okay, good. Thank you for your feedback. I'm going to be doing I'll work on those jokes. Okay, here's the other joke I'm working on. I did some acid on Saturday to get my head right. It did not work. I did. I burned I burned some bridges. I sent messages out to it was a bad thing. But I was thinking about some really incredibly deep thoughts and I was thinking a lot about breast milk because it's so weird that women have a gland on their body that at a certain time of year or in a certain time, like you have a baby, there's a certain time in your life if you have a baby that this thing happens and there's this liquid that comes out of your body that has nutritive and caloric caloric and nutritive content. And Everybody thinks that's normal. No one thinks that's fucking weird. And then we do it to animals and they're like shaped like penises and they, and but it happens with women. But men all the time can create a liquid that has both colorative and nutritive content and protein even. And I'm not before you think I'm advocating for babies to suck dick, I'm not. I'm just saying that there is the key to solving world hunger in your nutsack. Right? Like you could homogenize it and pasteurize it. You could make nut butter. What is happening? Like, and you get it, you can make it your whole life. And with women, though, we fetishize it, and it's weird, and it's like, Okay, so that's my other premise I'm working. So Boris Shakurko isn't coming, I guess. We tried. We held it for him. Sorry, Boris. I'll have to. All right, let's all go to Slate Bar. No, I'm not. I'm just looking out the door wistfully that if he's, that if he came. There's an open mic at Slate Bar now that we should all go to if you want to pick up more time. Okay, everybody, thanks so much for being here, and happy Thanksgiving. And um, this was super fun. Thanks, J.W. Blunt. And uh, we'll be back Monday with Joke Workshop. And tomorrow, tomorrow at two o'clock at Atlas, uh, everybody come out there and get sets. You too, J Dubs. J Dubs, you too. Tomorrow at two at Atlas. Yeah, if you want to play, if you want to play the music, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please, please. So, um, people listening out in the world, come to Atlas tomorrow at two. It's going to be sunny. It's going to be lovely. We're going to do sets. It'll be funny. And uh, all right, yay. Bye.
10: wasn't great. <laughs> I had to watch what you texted and called people. No, no. It oh. was
11: like, I don't even think I had a cell phone at the time. Oh. It was like 10, 11 years ago. And, uh, dude, I was an English teacher, but had no business being an English teacher. Like, I didn't speak Chinese, and, like, they didn't really speak English well enough for me. You know? You yeah. Could, and I was a teacher, and they would just give me a room full of, like, 100 kids, and I would bomb for an hour and a half. <laughs> so, like, doing comedy for 15 minutes, bombing. It's like, yeah, this isn't, that, this isn't that bad. Like, I can speak English. You can speak English. Yeah. And China was like, dude. I only do tongue twisters for so long. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> I was just trying to make money, and I was like, it was the worst, dude.
10: But it was all right, man, when I was young. I was about your age. Did bad. you, like, did you meet other Americans, or was it just mostly? Yeah, I was
11: actually there originally with uh, uh, as a study abroad student, like, learning history of China, and then stayed around for another six months teaching English. Damn. Or trying to, let's right. just put it that way. I guy I got fired, like, five times. Because they realized, like, two weeks into it, they're like, oh, this guy doesn't know. What the fuck. It's like, no, I don't. I don't know what i so, but yeah, man, it's, that's rad that she's, uh, killing it, man. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's really, kicked really off TikTok. I interrupted that story. Well, oh, yeah. What was the, what was the reasoning? She, that? she,
10: um, uh, she posted a uh, clip of her doing stand standup, yeah. the yeah, one child policy. And you can't, you can't do anything about China on TikTok. Uh, yeah. They'll kick your ass off right away.
0: Yeah. You, you, they, they. That's
10: crazy, dude.
0: So she, she has a joke about the one child policy. Yeah. Cause
10: and she was, she's Chinese. She was, she was part of the one child policy. Like her, her grandma or her, her mom found, like. And TikTok is away, yeah. Chinese. Yeah
0: so oh, they owned.
10: i was just thinking that they own they, yeah. they own TikTok. so you can't even if you start searching wow, stuff dude. about china they will kick your ass they're n- they they do not fuck around no wow. yeah no they don't fuck, super yeah.
0: censorship
10: yeah. yeah yeah it's a communist yeah yeah in
11: wow. china dude, it was go. it was ever apparent like it mm-hmm. felt like people were watching me sometimes like dudes were like following me around the park i'm like oh, this oh is weird, my god dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and other people told me that too as like college <gasps> students yeah
0: because they thought you were some underground like no, i
11: think they just marxist tabs sisters. on people like, Whoa. just no matter what. And I was living in this little, it wasn't little, it was a big city, but there's no other honkies uh, looking like this. So, like, two blocks away, you'd see me. And I, if anyone else was non-Chinese, we'd, like, wave to each other because we were just, we did, stood out. Like, did it the girls,
0: crazy. were they in love with you? Did you have no. to, like, push the snatch off with a <laughs> stick?
11: Uh, no, no, <laughs> they Nunchucks? were actually very scared, like, intimidated. Huh. And uh, I I'll tell this story real quick. Uh, I found out, they kept calling me Wai zhen Probably not pronouncing that correctly. But this adorable little girl, like a two, three year old little girl, pointed at me and why I was like, Wagujin, Wagujin, and her parent just pulled her along. So I asked my student like what that meant, and he reluctantly told me that means a foreign devil. And like,
4: <laughs> oh, I <was> like, oh. <laughs>
11: because I, I thought it was adorable. Like I was like waving at her, like, oh, hi, little girl And then I find out like, Oh no, she thinks you're of the devil. And I was like, Oh okay.
0: Well you do have red hair, red beard.
11: Yeah. I could see how being any sort of uh, American or especially like white American, they're, again the women were like intimidated.
0: And the bifurcated tail and the hayfork yeah, probably yeah, like really.
11: Yeah, and then when they found out I was Jewish, they're like, "Oh, get him! Oh, okay. <laughs> oh I'm get him!" <laughs> no, dude, I literally said that a couple times, and they it would be like a, a thing where like everyone in the room would be like, they would speak. they themselves be like, and be like, "Oh!" <laughs> like they'd never seen a Jew before. It <laughs> blew their mind. <laughs> Like, yes, drink it in. I think they they left me on a few jobs because I said that. They're like, we can't fire him. He's he's Jewish. And then a few weeks later, like, we're going to let him go.
0: What was your favorite part of China? I'm intrigued.
11: Favorite part of China? Probably leaving. No. uh, (laughs) No, I really did enjoy the history because I went there as a a history student with uh, American university. And and obviously China is rich with history and architecture and stuff like that. So, like, learning... uh, Learning there was really cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it was great. Like, I also taught students in a table tennis I'm actually really good at. And, like, it blew their mind. It fucking would blow their mind because they thought I was not good, and I would go play with them. And, like, once they saw me play, like, everyone would be like, dude, I want to play you. So I'd end up playing for hours just because, like, they couldn't believe a white dude could play. Yeah. They would kick my ass, though, because, like, anyone who was really good was, like, I played, like, a 16th-ranked dude in the, in the province. Like, he was, like, the man. It was like an honor to play him and kick my ass, dude. It was like you guys like oh, it's
10: honored. Well, no, like well, I was already before?
11: playing, and me and my buddy Jeff we were like pretty good at table tennis, and they were impressed. And so we just like people kept challenging us, and it was rude to say no. And we'd been there for hours, dude. And this the guy finally challenged us, and it was like again rude to say no. So this like sixteenth ranked dude just whooped our asses. And it was, but it was like an honor to play him, I guess. And we hung out with him a couple more times. He took us out drinking, and Ooh. yeah, they drink a lot in China. The dudes? Fuck yeah. Dude. That was surprising. That's probably the most surprising thing. I went there thinking that, yeah, I'm Irish. Like, I could drink. And then it's like, no, dude. The Chinese dudes.
10: Were they drinking, hammer. like, beer or um, vodka? Or?
11: They do uh, warm beer. They don't oh, drink. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. They drink warm beer, and they shoot it. They say Gombe, and you have to finish what's in your glass. Or it's, like, rude. And then they drink this stuff called Baijiu. It's a rice liquor, and that stuff. Gnarly.
10: Rice liquor? Yeah, right. It sounds yeah. like a racial sauce. Like sake. So- <laughs> it's no. it's
0: like, uh, like, it does, like moonshine sake. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah.
11: That's what it tastes like too, man. And you get like a flask for like 75 cents. <laughs> like. So, like, a buddy of mine would get two of them and he'd be blacked out drunk like wow. by the end of the night. Wow. I so could never cheap. drink the baijiu. That shit was too not too strong.
10: 75 cents to get blacked out? Yeah, it was like a little wow. flask and you get like. That's a good deal.
11: Oh, yeah, it was China. That was great. I mean, you get food.
10: What yeah. was the worst part of China?
11: Um, I was just being homesick and I just, didn't, I didn't fit in, dude. I didn't make mm. friends, like, even amongst the foreign, other foreign exchange students, like, they huh. really didn't like me and. What? Oh, uh, yeah. What did you do You're so likable? uh uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe when, uh, early 20s, maybe not so much. Uh I don't know. Okay. Thanks for saying that, though. I appreciate it. I <laughs> question it all the time. I was like, am I likable or is he just, on oh, man, he's, no. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just, like, was homesick and after a year gone, like, I'm ready to come home. Sort of thing. But yeah, I, I recommend it to people going, if you're like traveling to places that are totally different than America, yeah, fucking go check it out. Yeah,
10: I had a layover in Shanghai, Southeast Asian. I thought it was, um, I looked outside, I thought it was just overcast, but then when I had my second layover, I was like, oh, it's just like that all the time. Yeah, it's the pollution. Yeah, <laughs> it's the pollution. And like everyone's just eating a cup of noodles. Like it's all they eat. Yeah, right. They just yeah, have dude. like stations of hot water and everyone's just like, mm-hmm, that's for the tea. And I had like $2 left in my baking house. So that's what I was eating. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was my whole life. Bro. Yeah, like,
11: just, yeah. It was like my college years around your age, like yeah. I said, so I'd like reluctantly call home and be like, hey,
9: can I get like
11: so many flavors? Box? And that would last like a good long time. Because
9: the
10: whole shop was just any flavor you can possibly think of, a of cup of noodles. Or oh, the, for sure. It was, it was oh, yeah. so good.
11: Yeah, the food then, was good, dude. I'll, I'll say that. There was some interesting strange food that I, my students would take me to eat, like soup houses that were just like every part of the animal. Mm. So that was a trip, and it was like hard to be like, Yeah, I don't. You know, you wouldn't say you didn't like it, so you have to power it down. But it was like, yeah, you know, yeah, it was cool. Go to China, check
10: it out. I uh, no, you can't say anything crazy though. Oh, I tried to go on Instagram, it was blocked. Snapchat was blocked. Yeah, it blocked you. Blocked and everything. And then I was just watching the kids, and like they basically had like a TikTok, and it was just all just like stimulation of just like cooking and like just like nothing. Just everything's just blocked there. Yeah, you can't yeah. get any information. I no, wanted to tell him something and be like, "Yo, you know, it's not the same." No, my my
11: history <laughs> professor is an American professor. He said, "Hey, what's in our book? You do not talk about with the students. Yeah, it's wow. not okay." I was like, oh, "Okay." What's your so your degrees in history? Mm-hmm. Cool. And political science, you know, as, oh, in, as interesting as that is to talk <gasps> about. Well, you. it
0: just means <laughs> that you're never gonna have a real job. Well, that's I mean... what
11: I st- I stopped going to school. I was like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. You know, like, why am science? I paying a hundred grand for this that nobody wants to talk about?
0: A hundred grand? <laughs> Some what kids school do. did you go to? I, no, I
11: didn't I didn't, but okay. I got buddies that are like in the whole twenty five to a hundred grand for school. I'm like, I, what are you doing?
0: I know people that have theater degrees from like places that cost two hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars all like to- It's like why would you get a theater degree? Is yeah. it because you hate your parents? <laughs>
11: you hate you your, that sometimes. You right? hate
0: your rich parents. You
11: hate your future. Yeah. It I was like you got a two hundred fifty thousand dollar debt well
0: no it's that their parents are rich and paid for the whole oh, thing and so they just yeah. can do whatever they're like yeah. i'm gonna get a theater degree
11: yeah i grew up in uh galita santa barbara it's right near uh montecito where oprah lives so I, i'm in, like a working class family but i grew up with a lot of wealthy privileged kids so yeah that sounds right yeah 000, that's nothing honey keep going to theater school for eight years
10: yeah crazy it's about the experience right yeah Go to i'm only CSB, 10 years in debt. hammer drunk yeah experience It's experience Gotta find myself for two hundred grand.
11: <laughs> yeah, that's what blows my mind, dude.
0: And everything's available online now, anyways.
11: That's well. That's with yeah. me. With history, it's like dude, you can read the shit for free. You don't yeah. need to. You pay don't need the syllabus. Premium.
0: You can even download the syllabus from a lot of different places and then look up the books. and right? be It's like yeah. why do you? Why nice. do I need that person to talk to me about it? I think I can
10: read by myself. Did you do school college? Yeah, I just graduated. Okay, congratulations. I'm only ten G's in debt. That's pretty that's good.
0: That's great. That's nothing.
10: Yeah. yeah. That's reasonable. And it was that's all, it was all online, too. So maybe I might be able to get. So how smart is something are you then? Oh, it was. Uh, I went to Kelsey Challenge, a C student school. Yeah. C student school? Oh, yeah. It was your degree. School. It was business, and then I started oh, okay. doing comedy. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this shit. Like, I'm not going to. Cause I thought I wanted like I had a business idea for like a drive-through liquor store where I work at, but like why not just put healthy food in there, you know, and just ring out the hipsters, you know, like and ring out the, the health craves. Like
11: a drive-through Trader Joe's just, without your. Yeah, basically, yeah, uh, organic shit,
10: and just like milk them for all they got, you know. And Wait, in Santa um,
11: Barbara, that would kill. Yeah,
10: for sure. Cause like you can't you can't drive through anywhere and get like an apple or a fucking
11: smoothie drive-through.
10: Yeah, so, or anything like or a salad or anything like that. So, but they just teach you how to be a worker in business, like they teach you how to write okay. memos and just. Like be an office worker and, I, and wear I was like, a suit. Yeah, wear boring. Yeah, be boring. Yeah, so be more, I, yeah. I do it. So then I start doing comedy, and then like this doesn't go together, yeah. sir. And then you don't have jokes in business. Exactly. I was like, I'm gonna get canceled or fucking fired for after, should I say? So then I uh I go up to my counselor and I, I do my open mic, and the next day I go to my counselor. I'm like, can you get me out of this, like, please? And he's like. You can take liberal studies. We'll take all your business credits. You can take whatever classes you want. I was okay. like, give me that. There you go. I almost dropped finish? out. Yeah, I almost dropped okay. out. I was like, I already paid this much money. Like, right. No, that's a good in, move, dude. So that's a like, good move. I'm going to finish. So I have a degree in, in nothing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much.
11: Whatever, dude. Like you said, you finished. I quit, dude. I didn't even get the degree. I did all that work. was almost done. I'm like, you know what? Like, you didn't. like, yeah. fuck this.
10: That was so close. I was on the edge.
11: But I was like, ah made your family proud, didn't it? Your mom was so happy. Oh my
10: graduation partner, like we didn't we we didn't think you were gonna make it, dude. <laughs> me neither, mom.
11: Me neither. <laughs> me neither. I was like, and my mom's mom still <laughs> ha- like ragging on me ten years later. It's like you need to finish.
0: Well you Call. can't now that your your college credits expire after seven years. Son of a bitch. So if do you so don't good. go back within seven you have to redo all of it. Redo all of it,
10: yeah.
0: Damn. They your credits
10: expire. Back. Yeah. That's bullshit. It is. I um <laughs> Yeah, so I, yeah, I finished with the liberal studies, and I was like, dude, this is... Nice, dude. Yeah. You got a degree, bro. Yeah, I got You're it. Oh, me, but man. It was, I think being online made it a lot easier to graduate, because my capstone was like, look, if I can give you all A's, I would. And he basically did. Like, if he turned in one paper a month, and he's like, I'm, I'm done with the I don't
11: even read these, man. Just yeah. make sure you
10: turn them in. I turned in another, my final, I turned in that final from another class, and he, g- he didn't nice. even notice. Fuck yeah. All the professors were just over it, like... There's over COVID. they're over everything they're like just just graduate we we know that you lost your college experience so we're gonna yes. we know take you're gonna easy.
11: bail and go tell
10: jokes yeah exactly take it so, easy on you. yeah did Definitely. you start
11: comedy while you were in college is that what you meant like you started doing comedy you're like you know what Fuck business
10: yeah i uh um, yeah dude i do you remember that uh, it was right around the corner from uh hong kong Inn? it was the oak mm-hmm. oak and maine they used to have a, sh- yeah. a show yeah. there and I just saw guys bomb, and I was like, "Well, I could do that." Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, like, I embarrass myself every day. That's like, funny dude, that was
11: the same thing. I watched an open mic. I'm like, "I'm pretty sure I could do that." Yeah. Like they were not that good. Yeah. Not everybody, but a few people. You're like, "I can do
10: that." Yeah, you got to see people bomb. Because when you watch like people on TV, you're like, "I can't do that." Right. You're you know, watching
11: yeah. Chappelle. Yeah, that's a high yeah. bar.
10: Yeah, I remember watching Louis when I was a kid, and like he just seemed like he was just talking. Like, right. Yeah, it that's just what a lot of like people was, say about
11: Louis, dude. He's just
10: making just shit up. I'm like, I can't be that f- like funny on the spot. clever, man. That's what
11: they overlook in comedy jokes but it's actually very clever it's
10: you know? yeah you're tricking people almost like
11: not all comedy but some yeah. comedy good comedy should you're almost be, like, like somewhat clever
10: yeah yeah you're like you're pretending like it's your first time saying it when right. it's really like you're a thousand time right there.
11: yeah yeah should be like you're just talking
10: yeah that's were you,
11: a, were you uh, when you did your first mic did you do well or well enough obviously
10: yeah I got I got a few laughs it was I went to Santa Barbara did like a open mic there was and it was a really supportive mic? crowd no it was uh, it was a college mic like oh, at uh yeah. yeah. So they're really supportive and like, really cool. So I didn't bomb. So, you're just
11: so handsome. They're like, this guy.
10: Yeah. Great hairline. Yeah. And, I tricked like, them. Sweet beard. Yeah. So. I just smiled and, you know, did weird movements like Crystalia and except minus the pedophile stuff. But, okay. yeah. That's, good. that's all that's I did. Yeah. Good. I just danced on stage and they're like, this just guy. Dance. Yeah. <laughs>
11: you like his energy.
10: Like, and I got it. Well, actually, most people there were bombing. So actually, I. I think that helped me out the first two guys bombed, so like i had you like came up did okay i came up to it got some laps i was like all right that's it i'm doing this forever nice, it was pretty dude. it was pretty easy from there on yeah pretty easy from there on. You well mean, like my at ladies in parks <laughs> <laughs> well just like in terms of like what i want i knew from there i was like this is no, what i, I do. You do yeah that's right i wacky. was like I can, get, I can get good at this yeah were you a I'm fan like, your whole life of comedy uh i i was like i don't know i was a, I was like only child for like seven or eight years so I just, like, was outside. I didn't have – no one showed me anything. Like, I didn't know MTV. I didn't know Comedy Central. Like, I didn't know these things till I was, like, probably, like, 15 or 16. I didn't okay. start watching com- – I didn't know what comedy was. And when, when I did see it, I was like, I can't I can't do that. Sure. I all like, um, George Carlin, I was like, that guy's fucking
11: – Yeah, we'll talk about Clever. That guy yeah, – That
10: guy's, like, a religious, you know, like – He's preaching in a religion up oh, there. yeah. 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 yeah so yeah. I'm like – Carlin
11: uh, was the guy when I was, like, a little boy. We were driving across – Back to Cali with my dad, and he had a cassette tape of Carlin Back to school, it was called. And I just remember thinking, like, what a cool job. I was like 11, but like, I'd always, that memory just always stuck in my head. I didn't start till I was 32. So it was like, you know, that that little seed stuck in my
10: head for 20 years.
11: And it wasn't like, I could do this. It's just like, what a
10: cool job. Yeah, I didn't understand it. Like, I, my um, my uncle showed me Fluffy, uh, Gabriel Iglesias, nice. yeah, and best. he was, by that time, he was selling out arenas, so I was yeah. like, oh, he's opening for, like, a basketball game. Like, I didn't know yeah. all those people he came out it, for dude. one person. Yeah. That, that didn't, like, just couldn't register in my mind. Right. It still doesn't register in my mind when I see, like, yeah. people have the same spirit as for a whole football team for sure. one person, which dude, is saw, fucking crazy. I saw
11: Gabriel at Ventura Fair. It was, uh, if you're at the fair, you come into the show for free. 14,000 people, the fire marshal had to be like, hey, we're... Oh, my capacity. God. And, and, dude, he had a blast. He did, like, an hour and a half. And what? Yeah. And then he did, he does this thing at the end of his set. He'll come back and do, like, the, the greatest hits of Fluffy. Like, all the jokes everyone knows. And people sing wow. them back to him, dude. Oh, my God. Like, he, I've seen him, like, three times. He's just such a fucking good dude. Like, my dad met him at an airport and yelled Fluffy at him. And Fluffy came up to him and was, like, hanging out with him and talking to my old man. And, like, was just the nicest guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's cool to hear like these guys you look up to are nice. Yeah. To me at least. Like
10: Yeah, because they seem nice on right screen and then you never know if they're actually like that. And then some he people are assholes. So would, on be, screen. You know,
11: Fluffy was actually like a dickhead and like a <laughs> you'd be like, oh man, that like ruins his whole like persona, you know?
10: It's a fucking diva. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. like a diva
11: with his glasses. That <laughs> fuck off. That's rad, man. Well, uh I think we've uh been talking long enough, Or You got anything else you want to plug or say or
10: uh no, not really. No, uh. <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> business. Why is I'm, a, it, I'm a funny
11: guy.
0: Why is it called the Boomtown Chronicles?
11: Uh, Boomtown is – uh one of my favorite movies was Tombstone. uh-huh. And uh, Tombstone is called the Queen of the Boomtowns. So It was like a combination. Like in high school, I was an, like, I still am like a painter. And so like the world I create is like Boomtown. And also when you take mushrooms, you always say you go to Boomtown. So oh. it's like a, a multiple thing. And it's always been a thing of mine for – like I said, I came up with it like in high school. I was like 14 with your buddies drawing. And then it just kind of stayed. Like, and now I transitioned into doing comedy. And I was like, again, the boom town. It just, you know, it's a boomtown in the silver days. was like those silver mines that became a town and then aren't anymore. It was like the boom towns yeah. of the West. And then, like I said, me and my buddies always take mushrooms younger. And yeah, we're going to boomtown. And You know, just something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah, that yeah that's kept, great. You know, that I kind of, yeah, I like. So,
10: what was the first time you did mushrooms?
11: First time, I was, uh, I want to say 15, maybe 16, and I was just around the corner from my dad's house at a buddy's house, and we ate him at his house, and I'll never forget, it was fall, so the leaves were like, you know, the cool colors and shit, and I, I just remember they were kicking in, and I didn't know what it was yet, but then I remember looking up at the trees and being like, oh, this is it. This yeah. Is, this, is, this is rad. This tree is cooler than I've ever seen. It was a tree you've seen your whole life, you yeah. know, like my dad said, and I was like, this tree is amazing. I was like, oh, my. <laughs>
5: so...
11: Yeah, and then like I took him a bunch like Seth Rogen like kind of style where like clearly that dude takes rooms a lot. But now that I'm older, it's kind of calmed down. Mm. You know, maybe once a year these days. But you know, I'm not an adult with responsibility, so when I t- go like get all messed up like that, I just fucking tend to have you know worry attacks over dumb stupid stuff.
10: Do you, yeah, do you is that that is that happen when you get older? You just you just start to worry more.
11: I've There's always an had anxiety, Z- dude, report. since I was a teenager. But oh. nowadays, now that I'm older, I know the certain things that trigger it. Like, oh. Dude, I can't tell you how many times I did cocaine. It was like, not until an adult that I'm like, hey, I don't like this drug, dude. This yeah. is not for me. Like, this makes me all paranoid and anxious, and it's yeah. like, it's hey, fun make for an adult decision. Yeah. So, like that one for sure. Um, Do you have kids? Uh, not not yet. My we we've been married two years, just over two years, and we're because of COVID, we kind of delayed everything. It was a little sure. weird. But, yeah, we're, we're planning on all that good stuff. You
0: got married right before COVID?
11: Right before June, right before. And then my wife and I went and saw my brother in New York in January. we both got sick and, like, in a weird way. And then, like, six weeks later was, like, the shutdown. So we wow. weren't ever officially, like, said you got COVID, but we were both pretty sure that we. Because it was, like, this it. weird sickness where you didn't feel right, but then it was, like, it was gone within three days. Huh. And, then again, it was, like, Manhattan at the epicenter. Six weeks later, everyone shut down. So, right. like, oh, chances are. Chances
0: are you probably, something happened. Yeah. But then why not have a baby during COVID? It just makes sense. You were both home the whole time.
11: <laughs> um, I don't know. Just the idea of going into the hospital. Oh. and Doing checkups and, like, doing that sort of stuff. Sure. Okay. You know, it's just. Yeah, it's you didn't, know, what, you didn't know, really know if we
10: were going to all die either. No. In well, the beginning.
11: Yeah, we're, we did, again, exactly. <laughs> now that the more information's out, the yeah. kids aren't really getting sick and uh, um, just my wife and I are pretty health conscious, so like sure. we exercise and take care of ourselves. So it's like, hey, even if we did get COVID, which I'm pretty sure we did, but it's like we're we're pretty sure we'd be fine. We're just worried about like our baby. Sure. We're, yeah, it's just it's yeah. weird. Like the new phase of my life, like you were saying, like as you get older, I'm like yeah, dude, and I have anxiety about like, dude, I gotta pay the bills, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. It's like you're twenty three, dude. It's I'm so stoked to hear you're like, dude, I was in business school. I said, fuck that. Yeah. I'm gonna be a comedian, dude. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I wish I had thought that when I was your.
0: Uh, same with me. I wish yeah. I would have found it. I didn't find it till I was 36. So. Yeah, I was 32. So it's like, dude, I wish that I was yeah. when I was 21.
11: Yeah, just said fuck it. This is yeah, what I'm this, doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all the like Chappelle and Kevin Hart and all the guys. I think Gabriel's another one. Like, that's what they thought. Like at 14, 15, you're like, Man, that blows those... my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, even like LeBron James, like he knew he was gonna be LeBron James at like eight. And it's like just impressive that people have that.
10: I've I didn't heard know the... what the
11: fuck I was gonna do.
10: I've heard the Ernie Murphy thing. He went to a – or his family went to a psychic, and then he just, they told oh, him the somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Did and that. then yeah. he was, like, cool. five years old, and he looked at the TVs like, I'm going to be famous one day. Yeah. Uh, like, crazy, crazy shit like that. Yeah, Even his brother, though, Charlie, man. like he yeah. was,
11: Charlie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, he was great. And then uh, even short-lived fame that he had, you know, RIP, he uh, wasn't a stand-up comic but was kind of thrust into that because of the success of the, the Chappelle show and kind of oh. learned in the arena setting how to do comedy. I heard – you know, he was in Pootie Tang though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was yeah. a comedic like actor, yeah. like with movies, but doing like up comedy. Sure, sure. Like his brother, famously was that. But yeah, it's just cool. I mean, it, I love stories like that.
10: Sure. Yeah, that blows this my mind. is what I'm
11: doing, and then you did it, and you're like, "Fuck
10: yeah!" I so think the inspiring. mushrooms helped too, with a little bit. I did like a crazy. I took way too much my first time. in okay. Like 1920, and I saw God, and you it's know, like you should be a things. comedian, <laughs> Isaiah. Uh, it, it wasn't like as white, black and white in that, but it was yeah. like I'm not. I'm not gonna like do the regular. I'm not gonna listen to what my parents want me to do and get a oh, yeah. business yeah. and like get a job. I'll fucking kill myself. Oh yeah, yeah. dude. I, oh, my, my old man's God. that way. Yeah. Just
11: like he he marches to his own beat, sort of thing. And like, yeah. man, I've disappointed my mom for years. Yeah, but me too. Man, you know, she still loves me. <laughs> she even sent me a message like, "How the show go? I'm real proud of you." So like, she's always been supportive, but wanted me to do de- like school and she like that's why yeah. it's like cool. You finished it, but I'm like, hey, I'm not gonna be a businessman. I'm not gonna master's. In I'm going to do comedy. Yeah, like exactly. Like, you're putting in work, dude. That's the other thing. Like Some people say that, and then it's like, they go to open mics once a week. It's like, dude.
10: Yeah, they see, they were cool now. I mean, they see me now, and, like, I, once I graduated, like, they're like, yeah. Just, yeah. You got, you got the paper or whatever. And now, they know, yeah. I'm, I know I'm out every single night fucking losing sleep and Working going hard, after it. Yeah.
11: That's what I mean. It's Sometimes your parents don't see it, but, like, yeah, man, like I said, for you or the people we do comedy with, like, there's a good amount of people, and, like, what you and Casey are doing, it stands out, and it's impressive inspiring because when i Thank see you when i see you know my friends doing well i'm like fuck yeah dude and yeah you're i'm always... not like like fuck them i'm not gonna get it. i'm like yeah dude fuck yeah i want to yeah. do what they're doing and like just you know i don't like the people that are negative like if i don't if they're getting a spot i can't get a spot it's like no nah, yeah that's not
10: how it works it's so stupid to have that mentality yeah
11: well yeah, that's why i like yeah. you and casey you're all always real fucking positive dude Kay- yeah. like I said casey looks like a convict and shit but he's <laughs> the <laughs> nicest fucking he's guy in the world
10: the... he's such a nerd too like he's like Head the toe tattoo, Septum Ring, but like he yeah. likes like Naruto and he plays like Nintendo. Like he's yeah. he's, he is, he's, yeah.
11: he's the nicest, sweetest dude, and it's like could have been your cellmate. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know.
10: Uh, yeah, that guy's awesome. And what 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 they're doing over there is awesome. And just I every I feel like uh there's been like a com I mean in every art form, but there's been like a renaissance after the pandemic where everyone's so. like kicking into another gear. Like yeah. I've seen like other comics that were like were they were like they were like all right before and then after like something kind of just like clicked in their sure. head and like they, they're like comedy and their persona and just everything just kind of like at a ramp speed, yeah. like a little on a higher frequency. It seems sure. like it seems like it was a reset for the whole comedy scene and just, just oh, everyone. Oh yeah. Dude, yeah.
11: Fucking how many big, big names left LA in general yeah. went to Austin. Austin's got a new scene. Not yeah. I know much about it, but um, yeah, dude, it's just like, Pam, you were, you were lucky enough to be essential, right? Where it's like, we were yeah. deemed not, or it's like, hey, man, comedy isn't essential, like, being funny, be, like, bringing joy to people. You know, I was I was thinking this, like, earlier today. It was, like, about the homeless population outside, you know, just in general, L.A. or here. Like, dude, the amount of times I've talked to homeless dudes and they said some corny, hacky joke. It's like, yeah, dude, they want to laugh, too, man. So, it's like, everyone having comedy and that tor- sort of thing, like, does bring happiness. At least that, in my mind, I'd like to think that, like, Dave Chappelle and... Yeah. places make the world a little bit better Pam's oh, yeah. definitely making oh. this area a little bit better with what she's doing i sure.
0: did a i did a oh i did a show once in civic center because for the questionably housed because i was like it's the pandemic there's no audiences but the questionably housed were there all of them so i went to trader joe's and i used my food stamps and i bought a ton of ice cream cones
5: nice
0: and i went them at civic center with my little rig and i set up and i said if you listen to me and my buddies do comedy I'll give you ice cream, and they were like, okay, and they all sat down on these steps, and there were like 50 of them, and they listened. We each did like 10 minutes, and they stayed, and I gave them all ice cream cones, and it was like, thanks, you guys are a great audience.
11: Yeah, dude, that's right, and that's what I mean, dude, that's, yeah, dude, those guys, that probably is memorable, and is like a super cool, awesome thing you did. Ice cream and comedy for those dudes? They are yeah. probably, like, stoked on it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was it was middle of the afternoon. They weren't doing anything else anyway.
11: I don't or, think they usually are, right? Like, yeah. So I, was <laughs> like, I won't smoke right. meth for 20 minutes. All. <laughs> yeah. I guess I could watch this.
0: It was—it was That's cool. rad,
11: dude. No, that's really yeah. cool. I don't mean to uh, downplay that. That's a really cool thing. I would have loved to have been a part of that. It,
0: but it's just stage time. I mean, yeah. it was what you said. I was like, I'm going to kill myself if I don't have an audience. Like, Go I was ahead. like, how do I express myself? I'm going to explode. Like, sure. I can't, don't have anyone to talk to. My cats are sick of me. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to...
11: Ran these bits by my cats four times, or... Yeah. <laughs> Sick of it.
0: They just don't even laugh anymore. But I need—I mean, I just required that stage time. Sure. And that's what... And so if I was freaking out about it, I can't imagine how many people were, like, just losing their... Because my entire identity is built around comedy. That's right. So to pull it away was like... Right. Well, who am I? Yeah.
10: And right. it's just... <laughs> yeah. And it's just sad, because, like, we're, we're, you know, we to. The... You walk around and the whole—it's like comedy is like, co- sort of a religion where it's like everything's funny, but if you can't like express how everything's funny, and then everything's just sad. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everything's just why you laughing? The world's on fire, motherfucker. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, you know, laughing. You're crying. I don't know. Exactly. Like, and then, dude, the audiences here have been so fucking committed and like one one time we did a show here and mm-hmm. it was like 50 degrees the heaters weren't working and like the wind was coming in and these people stayed for the entire show and uh, were laughing yeah. and engaged the entire time and I'm like this is crazy like yeah, that's I, rad dude yeah like no one like if this was in Ventura people would have fucking left for like, sure halfway through oh, yeah the but comics people, would
11: have took off like an hour ago.
10: yeah yeah but like people are committed to comedy I love it so much and I think it also has to do with like that's why I don't believe in cancel culture anymore I do to an extent but like not really like I think, like people say, like San Francisco is like soft, and like they say all this. It's like no, these people were, were so soft. They say that, but like in terms of jokes, like <laughs> I think some sometimes it hits a little harder because everyone has a nine to five job, mm. and they're like when they hear someone say stuff, they're like, oh shit, yes, like you're, I can't say this at work, you know, like they sure. like they get off to it almost, which yeah. is great because I get off to comedy, and we're both getting off, and yeah, yeah. No audiences
0: here, I think they're <laughs> incredibly forgiving. I think in Seattle is where they. They like to smell their own farts. I, I obliquely fat shamed someone, like a, the tiniest bit of fat shaming, and the audience just turned against me. And I'm like, fat shaming? Yeah. This is where you draw the. This <laughs> is weird, right? This is the line yeah. for the white lady with the nah. anorexia jokes.
11: Oh, is that? I can't do was? any
0: fat shaming. Yeah, Come a buddy, on.
11: A buddy did a, a fat joke. He's talking about his son, and it's actually a fucking murderous joke. I'm not gonna do it, but yeah, I th- I think it's a funny joke, and somebody many of the audience booed him like and i was like i've rarely seen a boo and i think it's a funny it is a funny joke and uh yeah it's just it's just funny like the where people
10: decide to pull back but it's just their
11: jokes you know it's like this this one joke out of 20 like you didn't like and now you're offended all right
10: yeah it's it's you you see a if someone happened to me i did one like instagram thing and everyone got like i'm like i've made you laugh and shows and things it's like what if she was a musician. I was like, what if you made one song? I didn't like it. And I was like, I right. don't like you as an artist anymore. Skip. Yeah. Skip. Skip, All I man. do is skip. I don't tell you about it. Right. I just, I don't yeah. say I hate that song. I'm just like, I don't discredit you as a fucking musician. As an individual. As an individual. Talk you
11: and everything you're about. That's, see, that's kind of what's weird. I feel like the last couple of years, dude, it's so divisive. Almost any subject in this country can be so polarizing, whether it's the vaccine or politics or it used to be religion. Honestly, I think it's an easier time fucking talking about religion these days. Yeah. Certain things are just like tr- like they're just fucking have a hard set opinion one way or another. Yeah. You know, and, and with comedy it's like, dude, we're these are jokes, man. Yeah. You know, sometimes especially at open mics, we're trying to work it out. Where it's like not this isn't what I truly believe up here, man. The amount yeah. of Jew jokes I do as a Jewish guy, it's like, Yeah, dude, this isn't what I believe. These are jokes. Calm down, you know.
10: Yeah, I saw uh I saw Chris Stefano do that was my first time seeing someone do an hour. I saw him at the Irvine Improv nice. and uh like like I was saying earlier, how the, the comedy is kind of a new religion, like he said everything about the whole year and he was just completely down the middle and it was like, there was like races and religions, everyone, but everyone could agree what he was saying in a way. Like it almost like he made like the middle ground for everyone. Cause he just like made fun of the entire fucking year and right. like, every, like, I'm excited to see everyone's hour after this whole thing. Like, sure. It's going to be fucking crazy.
11: Yeah. Chrissy D. Yeah. He's, he's good. I just found him like a year and a half ago, man. Yeah. He's
10: hilarious. He's so good. Yeah, Yeah. and, like, yeah, he just talked about, like, vaccine and, like, the whole bullshit and just, like, basically was, like, right down the middle and just everyone was just, like, laughing. That's what's what's hard about that topic.
11: Like, you bring that up and it's, like, you kind of have to be right down the fucking middle because it's, like, both sides. I guess if you're poking fun of both sides and as the comedian, you're in the middle. I think Carlin really tried to do that where it's, like, he didn't have a side. He was just pointing out the absurdity of all this shit. And that's cool. Like, because yeah. I like hearing people, and that's what's cool about comedy, dude. Like, everyone's individual background is going to give you what style of comedy. Right? Yeah. Like, the blue collar comedy to, like, Dave Chappelle. They're so drastically different. Yeah. But enjoyable. Yeah. Like, uh, so you'd say Louis was, like, your first guy that you saw?
10: Yeah. I remember watching uh, Louie, the show. And yeah, I remember great watching show, it. Dude. And I remember thinking, like, this is just so, it's so real. Yeah. Like, it feels like show it was phenomenal. Th- the way it was filmed, the way, like, this is, yeah. it's sad. You know, you know and he like,
11: did that, right? He yeah. Wrote them and edited them, and he wrote it. He yeah. Yeah,
10: He edited everything on his laptop. I think. Yeah. And like, I just remember thinking, like, every other show I've ever watched is just so like, you know, like kind of fake. You know, you have laugh sure. tracks, and they're always trying the to the pretend like they're happy. Unwatchable. Yeah. Days, they, they, everyone's like pretending like they're happy, and like Louis yeah. is just, like so fucking real. Like he's yeah. not happy, and you could tell. And oh, I love it. That's the way why. I like shot. Louis yeah.
11: st- dude, the first time <laughs> I saw Louis do because he was so mean about his daughters, I fucking didn't like it. And it's kind of like you said, dude. Like, I was like, fuck that guy. I didn't go on some social media round or nothing. I just turned it off, right? Yeah. Then I, I've, I remember my uncle being like, no, give, give him another chance, man. He's really funny. And I I put it back on, and I'm like, dude, these, and I had the realization, like, dude, these are just jokes. Because yeah. I remember when he's talking about his daughters, I'm like, they're going to hear this one day. This is really mean, <laughs> right? So I didn't think it was funny. But then I'm like, dude, these are jokes. I'm like, oh, yeah. This is his truth. This is what. But again, if you don't find that shit funny, just turn it off, man. You don't have to go on Yelp yeah. and Red at 20. Page review that Louis doesn't give a fuck whether or not you like this stuff. Oh, yeah.
0: He wrote and directed Pootie Tang.
11: He did?
2: I he think did. I did Louis C.K. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing so, he's done. Wrote a lot and of directed.
0: Stuff, man. Yeah. yeah, he's done. And that he's, and that was like in the early 2000s. Right. Yeah, he's, he's a genius. And yeah. I, all that, well, no, all that Me Too stuff and all that stuff that happened. It's like. But in his jokes, he talks about he his <laughs> tiny dick and like yeah. masturbating and all this stuff. So I don't know. I mean, as a woman and as a comedian, if you would have confronted me and was like, I'd be like, yeah, whip out your tiny dick. I'm going to make let's fun of you it. while you. Yeah, let's yeah. see if it's as small as it is in your jokes. Go ahead. And then I'd well, fucking yeah. talk shit to him the whole time and be like, look at that. Look at your fucked up little dick. Probably, yeah. probably
11: be stoked on it. He would it. love right? that. Right? Yeah. Like-, well, I mean, like Isaiah said, you watched his show. There's literally an episode where he says that. I don't know if yeah. you remember that episode. So- uh, after
10: you watch it, it'll So it's you.
11: like. I mean, I, it was disappointing, I will say that, to hear that, but it was like, it's not surprising. As no, a fan, like, I listen to his comedy, I'm like, yeah, dude, he's a rough fucking guy, you know? But yeah. it, it is it is disheartening when you hear it. And the Me Too thing, I was like, yeah, some of those guys, yeah, fuck those guys. Or it's like, but they were allowed to do this for how many decades? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like fucking Weinstein and Cosby were like doing this for fucking decades.
0: Well, it was called a casting couch for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was like a whole...
11: Right, the, well that's the, the thing, the yeah.
0: Stereotype and the trope wouldn't exist if it wasn't a thing. That's like, the
11: thing. Like we we knew what was going on as like, you know, just fans. Like we'd hear that we're like yeah. this person slept with this person to get the gig. And and I'm not saying Harvey Weinstein isn't a horrible fucking monster. Like but, yeah, but of it's course. just that should have been stopped twenty fucking thirty years ago. Like sure. you know, Cosby too. It's like people knew about this.
0: And like, no one ever brought Mitzi yeah. short a task.
11: Oh Damn. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard stories, it's like all right. Hey, d- I'd day. do
10: it to be a regular fuck, a that, comedy wow. store. kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll look up with Mitzi for a spot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I would too, you I, but she never liked girls. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't think she was into them.
11: Yeah, it's just an interesting gray area and people don't really want to talk about it. It was like, maybe that person didn't mind. Like, all right, dude, I hooked up with this person. Now my career is better. Like, yeah. were they all, like, upset? I mean, again, Weinstein was, like, a little... Well, depressed. but the like, flip side is if when you...
0: if you don't sleep with me, I'm going to tank your career. Oh, and that's yeah, what that's he what did to, like, up. Mira Sorvino.
11: Yeah, or a lot of people where it's, like... Uh, again, that's where the de- more devilish right. thing... we same with Louie, like, asking a woman, hey, can I masturbate in front of you? It's, like, it's gross and off-color. But it's, like, <laughs> he asked, right? Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Where it's, like... And he didn't... I don't know. I, I, there was rumors that he did make threats to... Ruin those women's career. I don't know how true that is. That's where mm. it gets more devilish. Sure. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, guys are.
0: Why, why, gal? Is that white devil? Why,
11: gal? <laughs> go- oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why <laughs> go, Jen? Why go, Foreign devil. Go-gen. Yeah, that's yeah. probably why that
10: adorable little Chinese girl said that
11: to me. <laughs> I see right through your <laughs> smile.
10: Yeah, I think it's a big problem when guys get famous and they haven't. They didn't know how to get girls before they were famous. Right. That's that's probably, a big, yeah, that's a big problem. Because then you have resentment and you have like against women. And then you have like this whole power thing and you use that instead of, right. but if you're getting girls before you're famous, you're not going to have, you're not going to be weird and creepy and fucking have that power, that power thing over him.
11: Sure. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. That's where it gets demonic. Is that yeah. like power control? And like, if you don't do this, something bad's going to happen to you. Yeah. It's like, that's, yeah, those, those people. Yeah.
10: They didn't know how to get laid before. Yeah. yeah.
11: Uh-huh. Well, I'd like to thank you, Isaiah, Thank being you. here telling the stories
10: yeah it was fun, man. funny
11: yeah dude and again i'm really stoked on everything you're doing man i'm for stoked,
10: really? man i saw your inventory you put on some shows and stuff and i put on I one on.
11: and again it was a little stressful so i was like
10: yeah i'd put on a show
11: before one yeah. and after that i was like yeah it was it's hard, hard it's hard yeah so on yeah. that note yeah pam thank you because i know thank it, you, yeah, you thank for coming all the
0: yeah. way up i'm so excited yeah. to see everybody's jokes and have fun for this whole weekend
11: absolutely man well thank you again and uh this has been another episode of boomtown chronicles thank you guys for listening thank all you. the best everybody the
3: end of change chat'm from on a love child bag I uh, Trump support I I think Trump supporters are funny to me really I don't think we should take them off the air all the time Hold on
0: I'm in a this is a this is a
3: rap, rap background we're gonna rap to it
0: <laughs> We'll get a little bit beat hey there little pussy let me get my big boy pants on and really take you on what a snake in the grass you are you lying piece of shit too cowardly to confront me in real life you do it on facebook you're the biggest faggot ass in the world Uh, biggest pussy uh, pussy pussy my dick is bigger than yours which which ain't saying much what a true piece of shit you are lying faggot i hope you'll meet your karma
3: slowly and painfully say, uh, slowly and, and painfully. painfully i'm susan olsen uh, slowly.
0: I hope uh, I, uh, I sincerely hope you reap all this that you deserve. Karma wise, you pathetic little cunt, you are. Earth. Hell is waiting for you. Enjoy. Uh, hell okay. is waiting for you. Enjoy. What?
2: Hell
0: is waiting for you. Enjoy.
3: What? Slowly. What? Slowly. 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 Painfully. And painfully. My name is Susan side Susan side Susan
0: Olsen! Susan Olsen! They call me Cindy Susan Olsen! Susan Olsen! Susan Olsen! Olsen. They call me Cindy Brady!
5: I'll
0: make America great again Making America great What a pathetic little cunt you are Hell is waiting for you Enjoy!
3: Uh,
2: His name is Martin
3: Enjoy!
2: His name is Martin
3: Enjoy! Enjoy! Enjoy.
0: enjoy. Susan Olsen, the it's biggest me. cunt, drops a pole of fuck you. Enjoy. 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 enjoy.
3: That was that was that was good, right? Did we just make a song? <laughs> did
0: we just? <laughs> that
3: was pretty dope. Did we just make a song? I think <laughs> that, we did. That was for you, Susan Olsen. <laughs> that was that was fun. I'm glad we <laughs> did I, I the hope, freestyle. I hope you get. I hope you listen. To Days,
4: six to eight p.m.s at the Mutant Radius. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh neither I San Francisco.
10: The oh. my Square.
9: It's Tuesday. I cut that up a bit, man. I got there's all kinds of things going on, and, and I'm a little uh, I'm a little frazzled. But I, I think uh, um, uh, all that's
12: considered, uh, it would be a, a fantastic show. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that? Vigilante Vigilante man I've been hearing his name all over the land well what is a vigilante man tell me what is a vigilante man has he got a gun and a club in his hand is that a vigilante man hey this week on uh, Buckhouse Square uh, it's it's super
9: special. We got uh, cloudy and the night. Loaf for here and uh, Together we're gonna do an yes. instrumental show. Oh here we go. Uh, yes, we, we, we are here. Now. Yeah
12: yes, we are.
4: so um, Yeah, we banded together, decided, being neighbors here in the studio, he's got two hours before us, and take our two hours, and we're going to put together four hours of instrumental music, spanning all the genres and stuff, and
9: it's going to be a lot of fun. Not sure what's going to happen, but I'm sure it's going to be great. And, uh... um Claudia, what'd you bring? Oh, you got man, you got big ideas.
2: Race, I do. I got some. We man, have we we picked our uh, things separately, so uh, we,
9: we excellent. So so what I'm thinking is we can. <clears throat> I'm gonna play a few, and then uh, you can roll in. But if we got oh, I got a good one that'll back that up. We kind of listen yeah, to that. Yeah, uh, response. Nothing to her too her, rigid. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dig. All well, right. I only have like one set that I'm what? married to the way it is. All right, you but do that in your second two hours.
5: Yeah. Okay.
9: All right.
7: This oh. one.